This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everyone. My name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today, we're talking a low-key yay interview that didn't get a lot of uh, public comment or notice, but Ye ended up speaking to Vogue for an article. So we're getting some new Ye quotes and new Ye insights. And in this time where we're not hearing a lot from him himself, this feels kind of noteworthy and interesting just to kind of get an idea of maybe some of what he's thinking of, talking about some more of the the background information on what it is we see in the public space. So this is a Vogue article saying, uh, Bottega Veneta's uh, Matthew Blasi is taking artisanal craft in a new direction. So this is gonna bring us into Yeezus era reflections, which is always a good time. So we're just gonna read through uh, Nathan Heller's article here and see how often uh, Ye comes up. You can see that Kanye's noted three times, but they refer to him as Ye a bunch. So, okay. On a Thursday night in spring, the lobby of the Hotel Dinelli near San Marco Square in Venice stirs awake and, with the twilight at its windows, comes to life in dazzling evening dress. Women weave between the furniture in yellow suits and beautifully draped dresses. Men tread the stone floors in old world rugs in interesting shoes. The travelers are glamorous and restless with a charge of misbehavior spilling out onto the edge of the canals. Venice, the unchanging city, seems in the thrall of energy that is brand new. Matthew Blasey, Blasey of Bottega Veneta appears as if from nowhere and whirls down the hotel's main staircase toward the crowd below. He is tall with cropped light brown hair. I always love how these interviews spend so much time like setting the scene and really digging in and wears a loose tan summer suit, double breasted, open with the sleeves rolled up over a black t-shirt. His shoes are of soft woven leather and his manner is of lucid confidence. Ooh, the adjective lucid confidence. Late last year at 37, Blasi was named creative director of Bottega Veneta, the best known fashion brand from this windy and taste haunted region. Whoa, this windy and taste haunted region <laughs> of Northeastern Italy after a career that looked to many people like a game of hiding in plain sight. As the artist Sterling Ruby, who has worked closely with Blasi, says, I just thought it's about time. He had been hired out of school by Raph uh, Simons, Simmons uh, before, uh, uh, before moving on to work. I feel like that's a name I should know how to pronounce. Uh, Mason Martin Magella and Celine, where he was known for a pragmatic understanding of the market and an interest in ambitious art. While many young designers were tapped for po top posts, Blasi seemed the eternal deputy, gathering authority with small gestures of startling inspiration outside the public eye. What a photo that is. It's really cool. Um, before ascending to the helm of Bottega Veneta, Blasi was its design director, the number two post behind Daniel Lee, who departed suddenly last year and says that little in his working habits changed with the promotion. I like to work in teams, he says. It's not me facing products and giving opinions. That's very yay, right? It's working in teams. His tastes are considered and secure, but he's in the habit of whisking them behind his back like a concealed bouquet. 
the better to hear what others think. He has, unusually among creative directors, a reputation for being transparent, approachable, widely liked. There's something egalitarian about the way he works. This also sounds very <laughs> yay. Uh, the artist Ann Collier, who designed a fragrance alongside Blasey, says he's not an egomaniac or hyper narcissist or mega diva or anything like that. Uh, Simon's uh, Matthew is, I think, one of the loveliest people I've met, I've ever met in my life. That's very sweet. He is also, it turns out, a hard man to keep up with. As the crowd in the Denali grows, he is suddenly gone out of the hotel's small side door, where a water taxi purrs in waiting. Ah, some of these descriptions purrs in waiting. It's a cool night, and rain from some low clouds over the harbor has begun to fall. At the Punta della Dogana, a curious triangular outcropping that was once home to Venetian Customs House, he docks and scrambles ashore toward a building that serves as a museum for the art collection of Francois Pinault, whose company, Caring, acquired Bottega Veneta in the early 2000s. Okay, it's uh, the eve. I was trying to think if that's one of the names Ye called out in like 2020. Um, Venice, uh, wait, it's the eve of the Venice Benali and Bo Bottega, uh, Bottega, okay, is hosting a dinner for important guests. The only time the museum has ever been cleared for such a dinner. Ooh. The evening has the crisp mood of investiture, a luxury conglomerate introducing its newest long-hidden prince. For years, Bottega Veneta had uh, founded in 1966 focused on luggage and handbags. By the 90s, it had begun to branch into ready-to-wear clothes along the way its mystique carried from the Adriatic bourgeois to the boho Concord crowd. I have no idea what that means. Uh, Andy Warhol produced a sort of cinematic tribute called Bottega Veneta Industrial Videotape. Lauren Hutton made one of its clasped clutches screen famous in American Gigolo. The bag was subsequently reissued as the Lauren 1980. In 2001, Kerrig appointed Lee's predecessor, Tomas Mayer, creative director, and for the past decade, Bottega Veneta has done more than a billion dollars in revenue each year. It's impressive. When Blasey took the reins, it was with the need to find a place for the brand's history of discreet craft tradition in a growing global market. His approach has been to lean towards specificity and art as a relief from the online social churn, or as he puts it, how many influencers can really influence something that has been influenced already 5,000 times before. Blasey's theory is that our whirling image mania, our whirling image mania has quietly peeled back from retail desire, that the garments accumulating online likes don't actually reflect the lasting wearable flattering clothes most people want when they open their closets in the morning. Luxury in the end means striking stuff and lasting quality. There's a multi-lifetime depth in his decision-making, something that exists outside of time and space. Yes, that is a Kanye West quote, if that wasn't clear from the beginning. So we're starting to get into Blasey's approach to craft and to style, and this is where Ye suddenly starts commenting, right? So there's a multi-lifetime depth, such a Ye thing, uh, in his decision-making, something that exists outside of time and space. Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, it's in every article. Every single article these days, where I at least appreciate the authors seriously calling Ye, Ye, but it's just every single time, formerly known as Kanye West, <laughs> uh, who is an early admirer of Blasey's work, tells me, I think it's super important in this post-hype Instagram moment that deeply connected individuals have light shined on their platform. It's time for a reset. So yeah, 
in this super important, in this post-hype Instagram moment, uh, post-hype Instagram moments, huh? The deeply connected individuals have light shine on their platform. It's time for a reset. At dinner, Blasey stands to give a self-effacing welcome speech, laying praise on the performance that the artist uh, Lenia Caclia delivered in the gallery before seating. Uh, Caclia, dressed only in beige underwear and black sneakers, ran among cues of crushed metal. <laughs> Uh, I knew it was going to be some weird artist shit. And of course, it's some like weird because the fashion world's so bizarre, right? It's just like so bizarre. Like it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. This looks like this. You can see the elongated proportions of this woman, right? Where it starts to look like a Modigliani painting or some of the like the fashion sketches always have these really elongated body shapes. So here in this photo, you have someone that's a real person that has these elongated proportions that's very fascinating and you have the billowing coats with the the tighter pants right and then the the braid that's being pulled horizontally back that's at opposition with the hand going forward so you have this tension horizontally between the ponytail and the arm but then also the verticality of just this woman's figure going up and down and then even in the lower third of the frame you have this split in the legs so you get this like straight line going down with just the little ponytail out hand out creating some tension until the split in the legs it's a very cool image but it's just art is so weird in the fashion industry so getting to this like as soon as i read a performance that the artist put on i'm like oh this is gonna be weird it's probably gonna be something weird and then dressed only in beige underwear okay and black sneakers okay that's weird like it's it's getting there ran among cubes of crushed metal amazing <laughs> it's it's just so absurd in that way that it's yeah, perfect perfect and then everybody has to take it so seriously too and i mean there is statement right blasi's uh industrialized expression of the squares forming bottega's uh signature intricatio pattern okay um then by dessert he has vanished once again it's just it's just everybody has to like i need you to run through these cubes of crushed metal around them because this is a statement on this brand's 70 year history. So run, but don't run as if you're scared. Run boldly. Run as if you're running from the past into the present, through the present to the future. Can you run like that? Yes. Then wow us. Wow, I'll just stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Okay, so it's my favorite feeling in the world when you go to a new city, leave the hotel, and start wandering around. He tells me over coffee the next morning at Cafe Florian, an exquisitely time-worn 18th century coffee house. After the dinner, he confesses he stayed out with friends until 3 a.m., yet there is little evidence of bleariness. The billowing suit of the previous evening is gone, and now he looks nearly indistinguishable from the stylish visitors queued outside, a white t-shirt, relaxed-fit Levi's, and a belt dangling down in front like a short tail. <laughs> of all <laughs> of all the descriptions uh like a, dangling down in front so it's a belt that's dangling in front uh, like a tail but it's not a tail that's 
at the back how tails are it's a tail that's dangling in the front it doesn't sound like a tail <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound like a tail as we finish our second coffee, he hustles me across the square to the Olivetti typewriter showroom, a mid-century jewel box of glass, concrete, wood, and brass by the architect Carlo Scarpa. It is his favorite space anywhere, he says, for the modernity, the relevance, and the timelessness. When Blasi visited Venice for the first time less than a decade ago, at 28, he fell in love with its antique stores and its glass workshops, but also, he says, with its stirring flashes, a contemporary... <laughs> contemporaneity 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 oh the art the bold fashion the transience of everyone okay i thought we went from a, a colon into a second colon which is a bold move but going from a colon into a semicolon is also a bold move you don't see it a lot the transience of everyone of everyone who comes by train and boat stays out until three and ventures on to other places is an ancient city in perpetual motion. There is more Kanye, I promise you. If you're wondering, like, is Chris just reading this now? I know there's more Kanye. <laughs> uh, near the heart of Blasi's own ideas of fashion, interesting work, Bottega Veneta is a bag company, he tells me with a welcoming smile, as if this will explain everything, before vanishing into the throngs of San Marcos Square. It means that you go places. It's as simple as that. How's that, how's that work? He says he vanished into the throngs of San Marcos Square as if like he just disappeared from sight, can't see him anymore, but there's still dialogue, which means it's almost like a ghost vanishing and you still hear the haunting words coming through. It means that you go places. It's as simple as that. Oh, wait, let's try that again. Okay. Bottega Veneta is a bag company. He tells me with a welcoming smile. Okay, so let's do that. Bottega Veneta is a bag company. It means that you go places. It's as simple as that. End scene. Okay. So, back to the article. Blasi is himself a child of movement, an unlikely juxtaposition it makes in a life. But I, I'm also cracking up because it's like, how many times has this writer described this dude just leaving him? And it's like, I'm here to conduct an interview for Vogue. Like, did they continue walking together? Or was Blasi just like, see ya and bounced off again and the writer's just like well i guess i'll meet up with them later how's this working uh blasi is himself a child of movement and unlikely juxtapositions it makes in a life what what a statement how do, how do you even say that about somebody is a child of movement well we're we're all kind of children of movement if you know what i mean uh and the unlikely juxtapositions it makes in life born in paris he grew up with an art specialist father and a historian mother and spent his childhood hanging about auction houses and absorbing their electric range eclectic range <laughs> is this like the background of blasi or a charles dickens like story summary okay one day it would be the contents of an apartment with 19th century taste the next day you might have a sh <laughs> a shitty painting auction and then in the middle of it you have one masterpiece he recalls being there so much you kind of educate yourself it is cool that is like such a wide variety of things that you would be encountering day in and day out it would definitely uh, educate the eye educate the palates the young Blasi was imaginative, restless, and undisciplined. I wasn't interested in school. I had some great teachers, but I hated the notion of exercises. He says, I was quite wild. Therefore, I was sent to the kind of priest institution in the middle of nowhere in France. 
a Marist boarding school in the region of Archichuchuchu. By 15, it was on to military school in England, a not unpleasant experience. The more boundaries you have, the more freedom you can find in the small things. At 16, he was allowed to return to Paris, where he enrolled at an international school with students of many different backgrounds. He loved it, falling in with a tribe of kids interested in fashion, a number of whom remain his friends. I never wasn't interested in fashion, he recalls. A neighbor ran a modeling agency, and he would watch the first crop of 80s supermodels pass through the common garden. In I bet he, I bet, yeah. In time, he leaned, uh, he learned to rifle through the magazine recycling bin, pouring over titles left behind. ID, The Face, Vogue, uh, Vogue coming in, like, you know, best for last there. For Christmas one year, his parents gave him Richard Avedon's book uh, in the American West, and he was hooked. The pictures were incredible. The people looked like characters, but they were also sort of fashion, he recalls. You could have put any stamp on it. They looked like themselves. Blasey enrolled at La Cambrai, uh, uh, the design academy in Brussels. The system was almost like a Bauhaus. You had a fashion course, but you also learned about music, art, semiology, semantics. You absorbed a lot, he says. As a student, he interned in the women's wear department of Balenciaga uh, under Nicholas uh, Gasquare and entered the international talent support competition in Trieste with judges including Simmons and uh, fashion critic Kathy Horan. Uh, we thought, oh, this is as clear as water. He's the winner, Simmons says. And then he didn't win. I said to him, what are you going to do? Because I would love for you to come work for me. That's a pretty good consolation prize. Like, you don't win, but you get to uh, go with Raph. Uh, Raph's eponymous brand at that point comprised fewer than 10 designers. Everybody moved among departments, and the young Blasey seized this flexibility. Matthew is a very free spirit, almost hippie-like in his mind, Simon says. Simmons, Raph Simmons, Raph Simons. Oh, God, it's really bothering me. Uh, sometimes you have people around you and they only make what you've talked about, but he's very daring, never afraid to show something quite experimental. For Raph, this meant a fast, generative kind of work. I can say whatever I want to Matthew and it will never really piss him off. Like, oh no, I find that a ridiculous idea. Please, no way. <laughs> what a polite rejection. Uh, he doesn't mind because he's so free and then he brings amazing things. Raph also noticed Blasey's uh, collegiality. The fashion world can be tough and sometimes we have to behave tough to get things done, he says. Matthew got things done in a very decent human way. Look at this bright-eyed, compassionate person. Um, one of Blasey's new colleagues on the team was Peter Mueller, uh, now Blasey's longtime partner and the creative director at Aleia, Aleia, Aleia. Uh, Mueller was among those to interview Blasey. He was extremely nervous, poor thing. <laughs> and <laughs> you gotta love getting the poor thing. He was extremely nervous, poor thing. It's, it's very sweet and had been uh, puzzled and moved by the way he presented his portfolio. Designers usually bring images of their work, but Blasey showed up with his whole collection in tow. He wanted people to be able to handle the garments. That's a very Kanye move, too. He made everything himself, and Mueller was, Mueller was struck by his technical and geometric skill. When you look at Raph's collections after he arrived, they become pattern-wise much more complicated, much more intricate, and that's because of him. Mueller says, uh, Mueller says, 
After moving in together, they began co-collecting art and vintage garments, all periods, all sorts of pieces, many of which they've used for inspiration. They discussed work all the time at the start of their 16-year relationship. Lately, hardly at all. During collections, I don't show him anything, and he doesn't show me anything, Mueller says. Otherwise, we would go crazy. What I bring home is the doubt, Blasey tells me. Did we do something relevant today? It didn't look so new, but it felt very right. Is it a good thing? existentialism. During the 2010s, Mueller remained a uh, RAF deputy while Blasi made an industry tour. On the anonymous uh, Mesa Margiela team, he was outed as creator of the crystal-studded masks that became a famous feature of Kanye West's here we go. We come full circle. This is the moment I've been waiting for. You've been waiting for the five of you that are still watching Kanye West 2013 Yeezus tour. I gravitated to it emotionally, Ye says. Interestingly enough, I used to be shy to wear those masks in public and only wanted to wear them on stage until I embraced that the world was a stage. What a yay quote, you know? Uh, it was when Instagram boomed, boomed and suddenly you have the biggest pop star unrecognizable, but everyone knows it's him, Blasey says. People see it, it uh, see it as a milestone, which I find really funny because it was done quite quickly. <laughs> it's usually how those things go. Uh, at Phoebe Philio Celine's Philo Celine, Blasey worked not on the main line but on the pre-collections, the better to experience commercial pressure. All the while, he and Mulier remained close to Raf, whose house in the south of France they still visit during off weeks, and whose council in pet ownership they saw after acquiring a black Labrador pointer mix called John John. <laughs> Uh, some of these details, you know, it captures the person. You want to know about the person. My dog is best friends with their dog, Raf exclaims. She, my dog, taught their little boy to swim. <laughs> I get that. I'm not laughing at the absurdity of it. Like, my dog has taught other dogs how to jump in the kiddie pool because they were scared to jump in the kiddie pool. So I get it. It's just, it's just really funny. Um, how much is going on through the rest of this? Do we have that much more? We have so much more. That's the only other yay thing I think I know. Yellow, last year, years, year, yay. Uh, 3 a.m. Yet there's a little bleariness. Year, year. Yeezus tour, yay. Years. Uh, yeah, astonishingly, yellow. 15 years, yellow. Okay, it doesn't look like there's any other actual Kanye. So let's get to the very end, you know? Uh, all of this goes through, they get to the end. For now, the apartment is an interesting mood board in bohemian minimalism. A few woven rugs across the marble, some original art on the bookshelves, and propped around the living room, a couple of chase lounges are covered in furry whites and red fabric with a woven leather footstool emblazing. What did we walk into? Yellow nearby. The kitchen, small, unfancy, pleasant, has a window. He just politely called their kitchen garbage uh has a window with a sight line the to the domo by conventional measures the best view in the apartments but somehow in this setting a private decadence oh my as we leave and blasey pats himself down i can tell you which girl had which look at the show but where i put my keys impossible i noticed that the front door is a green much like the one featured at bottega veneta everything old can become new again okay uh, Blasey's idea of happiness, he says, is stopping by a cafe after work, having a beer or two, and thinking about images as people bustle all around. He takes me to his favorite, Bar Quadrono, the sort of place where students, pensioners, and neighborhood professionals converge for drinks and bruschetta before uh, dinner. 
The waiters know him and offer small sidewalk table under a parasol. <laughs> what a word. I've never used parasol in my writing, but I need to. Uh, Blasi orders a Campari spritz. When he isn't actively working, a rare phenomenon of late, he haunts galleries and auctions trying to see what's going on in arts. I've wanted to bring Bottega to a place where it's more part of the cultural aspect of society, he says. There's also his latest personal venture, the purchase of a house in Paris long owned by the sculptor Valentin Schlegel, who died last year at 95. Schlegel began as a ceramist. Uh, ceramist. <laughs> ceramist. Ceramist. But became known for her in situ sculptures she designed g moreau's fireplace and in that sense her own wholly resculpted house which blase grew up next to may have been her masterpiece with the help of an old friend blase is restoring it for use as a shared art space that's nice when blase was considering leaving fashion he tells me he entertained the idea of studying to be a curator of art his loved ones talked him down from the ledge so one of my family said stick to your business you're quite good but the affection remains he describes himself as a sunday painter blissfully mediocre what style does he paint in i ask the style is sunday painter he retorts blase orders another spritz lights another cigarette what he does is not art he says it's craft but there is still an extended learning curve as you encounter more you know more what you dislike and are attracted to he explains a few years ago i would not have been ready to take this job he no longer feels that way bottega venata venata veneta was not his first creative director offer he says but it was the first one that he leaped at with pleasure and no hesitation the first that arrived when he felt he'd finally reached the end of his long brilliant apprenticeship i was just more confident he says letting his eyes wander to the changing swirl of city life around him i was ready to work and just one last formerly known as Kanye, Kanye, and Kanye. Okay. So that's it. This has been a, a bit of fashion education, longer than what any of us expected. But I do think it is kind of cool. And obviously, Ye feels very strongly about Blasey if he's doing an interview for Vogue, actually like answering questions and responding to questions. Um, so just in terms of learning more about some of the like influences and people in the extended yay universe uh, and learning more about fashion industry. This was cool. I enjoyed the read. Good job, Nathan. And thanks for watching. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers.